0: Hey, Blue Wire listeners. Week two of the NFL is now behind us, so it is time to place your bets for week three. And when you do so, you should do it with MyBookie. MyBookie is fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. So why don't you do the smart thing? If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you can bet on games After kickoff? Yeah, when the game is still in progress. Let's say by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose. You can always take the other side. Or how about this if you're the kind of person who likes to bet a little and win a lot, kind of like myself, try a parlay. If all of your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, The NFL season is the best time of year. So join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. You can't beat that. All you have to do is use the promo code BLUEWIRE. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. the shotgun, Carr's going to throw, pumps, looks end zone, throws for the end zone, wide open, James Jones,
1: touchdown,
0: Raiders. I'm not a big gambler, I would play the slots, because you know what they say, scared money don't make money, and I got scared money. Rodgers, to the end zone, Carr. has not coached since 2008 so what makes you believe that he is the guy to take this franchise to the next level you know and it's just cali swag this is keeping it 300 now officially only a raiders podcast it is brought to you by blue wire and our friends at my bookie it's your girl fallon smith along with my good friend james jones what's good jj Chilling in AZ.
1: What's going? Yeah, I'm chilling out here in the cool Arizona, man. Nice <laughs> and smooth out here. Just came out of the the good old outside with a good breeze.
0: It's not really a good breeze, isn't it? Dry heat, or is it pretty nice?
1: It's dry, but it feels so good out here right now. <laughs> I could just go outside. I could just go outside and sit in it.
0: No, I feel you. I'm in the Midwest right now myself. Well, you're not in the Midwest, but I'm in where it's a. A hot and humid area, so it's not dry like where you are from.
1: Oh, yeah, you get that sticky
0: stuff. Yeah, but it's actually nice today, which is good. Now, earlier today, nah, when I had to teach, I was running to class, got sweating. That was not good. But mm. anyways, by the way, last week, um you were in L.A., right, at the NFL Network? Yes. And you had a nice little podcast set up. You sounded great, actually way better than me. I had a lot of issues going on last week. Uh, but anyways, then what happened? You forgot a little something.
1: Yeah, you know, I left all the equipment there in the, <laughs> <laughs> in the sweet little setup I had. Because, you know, I was thinking like, man, you know what? Should we could just do this thing again on Wednesday from right here? Sweet little setup. But, you know, somebody wants to have it out early in the morning we Wednesday before everybody wakes up and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, you got me on the little house phone, the little mobile phone. Yeah,
0: so. but it's okay. You still sound all right. Um, but last week it was like... Pretty darn good. It was very professional, James. So going forward, we're going to have to figure that out. But I just want to put you on blast because that's how I do. You know what I'm saying? All (laughs) All right. So week two didn't go so well for the Oakland Raiders. Um, We'll get into that in just a bit. We'll also look ahead to week three. But, of course, the buzz right now is should the Raiders trade for Jalen Ramsey, who wants out in Jacksonville? So, James, short answer here, hell to the yeah. Okay, I know you want to get all over this, all right? So let me just say this real quick. He's an elite corner, right? Yep. Top-tier corners, shutdown corners, they are really hard to come by in this league. Yeah. So is he worth the first-round pick? Uh, Yeah, because you don't know what you're going to get with that draft pick, right? That first-round draft pick next year. You already have a proven player right now in Jalen Ramsey. Um, and by the way, the Raiders have, what, two first-round draft picks in next year's draft. So, hello, give up one. Okay, give up one of those first-rounders, maybe even a middle-rounder, maybe even package a player. Shoot, give them all three. Because what we saw on Sunday, you already know the Raiders need some big-time help on the back end, James.
1: Well, you know, I I just look at it from this standpoint. Who's in the division? <laughs> right? I think you have an MVP named Patrick Mahomes. I think you have another guy who's probably, if he keeps playing for a couple more years, probably going to have a gold jacket and fill up rivers. You know what I mean? Then you got to have decent guy and Joe Flacco who can throw the ball, but you got two special passers in that division. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to stop the pass. We see what hurt the Raiders this past week. Yes. A lot of shots down the field, you know, he lost the big time safety. and and Jonathan Abram we lost him so you know they took some shots down the field but in this division you need guys that can lock up with a Tyreek Hill lock up with some of them speedsters and man up on them and really take away you know one side of the field to make it easier on the defense it's a no brainer I think it's a no brainer for everybody and I think it's a mindset you know to to the Raider Nation that yeah, we lost A.B. All right, we messed up on that. We both couldn't come to come together and make this thing work. But don't worry, we're still after it. we still trying. Boom, Jalen Ramsey comes in the building, man, gives them a spark. Big help on defense, man. And not only that, you give them a contract, and now you got – you really got three guys on defense that you can build around. You know, you got you got Farrell, you got Jonathan Abram coming back, and then you would have an elite corner and Jalen Ramsey on the defense as well. That that's key guys that you could put guys around them and the defense could play at a high level.
0: Now you mentioned what happened with Antonio Brown. So I think the Raiders and even maybe even Raider Nation maybe a little too scared to pull the trigger because of what happened with Antonio Brown. Um, so what we're going to do real quick, pros and cons, okay? Because he does have a little Antonio Brown in him when it comes to being a diva and um, and showing when he's upset, um, voicing his displeasure. Um, but pros, okay? So he's what? 6'1", 195 pounds. He's only 24 years old. Right? Yeah. He's entering his fourth season, and he made the Pro Bowl twice in his first three seasons. Uh, And he was also first-team All-Pro once. And he said, I don't know if you remember this, James. In the summer, he was actually on a podcast, and he mentioned that the Raiders are an ideal team that he would like to be on. And I think he was talking about um, when he hits free agency. I, I forgot exactly, but I remember seeing a quote about um, the Raiders and the Titans being his ideal uh, next home. Yeah. So you have that, right? Um, and also you have the draft equity. Um, they have cash because they saved, what, $29, $30 million when they didn't have to pay AB. Um, yeah. but, but he is going to need a contract extension. Yeah. But guess what? The Raiders have $85 million next year in cap space. Okay, so that's the pros. Any other pros you got?
1: Well, any other pros is turn the tape on. <laughs> <laughs> that's the pros. Okay. Turn the tape on okay. and watch the kid play football. And not only that, like, to be honest with you, we have never gotten any bad, bad vibes or bad media from Jalen Ramsey from his teammates. Never.
0: Now, that's true.
1: Since since he's, since he's been there, he's always at practice. He's always there. He's always selling out for his teammates. Even when he got up there today and he talked, he said, listen, all right, I did not want this to get out because I did not want it to be a distraction to my team. I told my agent that I didn't want to get out. I don't know how it got out, but I didn't want this to be a distraction. So that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. We're going to go out here on Thursday and we're going to play ball.
0: Okay, but at the same time, James, that's also kind of a con because when he was asked about asking for a trade, he said that he didn't want to answer that. So he didn't deny.
1: No, he didn't deny, but like he said, he didn't want to get out because he didn't want all this stuff know, to be like oh it's about Jalen Ramsey and to me that's a team dude and like I said you've never seen him heard or any of his teammates say anything bad about him so to me I don't even think it's risky when I watch Jalen Ramsey play he's a competitive dude man
0: and he said you know what, what today he- and he said what today in the press conference all he cares about is winning he wants to win so that's
1: That's it, and you can tell. That's why they argued. He felt, yeah, he didn't get to see the replay and all that, but he felt like he made a good play. The ball hit the ground. We lost our starting quarterback. We're going to have to win some games on defense. Challenge that, man. It's third down. Let's go. No,
0: I get it, but, okay, so since we already did the pros, we have to do the cons, and I feel that fits into the con category because he is a hothead, and you saw it. He was disrespectful. Let's be honest. That was very disrespectful to, to confront your coach like that and get into a heated argument, a confrontation, with your head coach on the sidelines. I mean, it wasn't like any just plain old yelling. It was like, oh, you got to hold him back type of thing.
1: To be honest with you, Fallon, I don't and, – and to be honest with you, when you sit down as a coach and as a player – I don't really necessarily think that like coaches and stuff take that as disrespect. Our players. Like like I told the story about me and Coach Ole getting into it. Oh yeah. You that was him. two that that was two guys just wanting to win. I love Coach Ole. I'll run through a brick wall for Coach Ole now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I talk to Coach Ole often. You know what I mean? I don't even play for the Raiders no more. I talk to Coach Ole often. You know what I'm saying? Me and him are very good friends. In that heat of the moment, the heat of the situation, we go Going through an up-and-down season, we losing all these games. I feel like I could help us. You know what I'm saying? Why are you not throwing me the ball? But it it has nothing to do with our person. And and he's bucking back at me. You know what I mean? But we both want to win. We're both competitive. The heat of the moment gets in the way sometimes. But I promise you, when you go back to the drawing board or go back to the meetings, you know, in in those type of situations, coach, my bad, man. You know what I'm saying? I let my emotions get the best of me. You know what I mean? My bad. You know what I'm saying? But that happens. We're trying to win. It's competitive. Uh, And
0: I understand that. But what happens when you're not winning? Right. You're going to have those outbursts right from your star players. However, this just brings me back to when you were defending Antonio Brown. We both were defending Antonio Brown when it came to him asking for a trade and wanting to get out of Pittsburgh. Right. We defended him. We actually blamed Big Ben for all of this. But then what happens? Look, look at how it ended with the Raiders. So my whole point is, let's just say the Raiders do pick him up, and I understand why the Raiders would be weary, but just say they pick him up, and the Raiders are losing. You're going to tell me that he came over here to lose? We're going to have some problems.
1: But you got to understand, they've had one winning season since Jalen Ramsey been there. They've been trash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: it's not like he's been, been in the league for 10 trash. years, James. He's only, this is only his third season. I
1: know. But what I'm saying, this this is going on. I thought this was going on four. This is going on three?
0: Um, 26, 27, 28. Oh, 20. Sorry, you're right. This is his fourth season.
1: Yes. So he's been, his team has been trash for two seasons, like garbage trash. You know what I'm saying? And you have not heard nothing from Jalen. Is what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. I feel like this situation is not an A B situation. This situation is the heat of the moment. He let his emotions get the best of him. Made a good play. Thought he hit the ground. He trying to. He know he got to win games on defense because they playing with a fourth string quarterback wow. rookie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and he let his emotions get the best of him. But it's not like he's lost before and let his emotions get the best of him like that. This was that's what I'm saying. We can't overreact about this situation because he's we can't treat him like a B. He ain't been in the, he ain't been you know doing this to his team and all that like like a B had and all that stuff coming out of Pittsburgh and all that. You ain't heard nothing about Jalen losing our win.
0: Actually, you like his trash talking. I mean, I like his trash talking. Actually, Absolutely, he does yeah. a lot oh, of trash talking.
1: I was out there trash talking my little kids the damn Yeah, but you
0: know what I'm saying. He uh, the things that he has said is is pretty yeah, that's hilarious. Part, that's but, part but I love of it. No, but I love yeah. it. I love that part. I was just trying to play devil's advocate, you know, to get both sides of why they should or should not uh, trade for him, but hell yeah. Trade yeah. for this man, please. You already know what you're getting, um, in Jalen Ramsey, so go get him. Um go get I don't him. know if you know this, but Tyreek Hill and Tyron Matthew. They took to Twitter trying to recruit Jalen to the Chiefs. They want to get to that the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, exactly. And then uh, Jonathan Abram, he uh, tweeted back at uh, Tyron Matthew, and he said, Get back. We trying to see what's up. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think that's funny. So um, please, Jalen, just whatever you do, if you are not going to come to the Raiders, please do not go to the Chiefs, okay? Because everybody will be doomed. All right?
1: Man, he's going to go to whoever give up them draft picks.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, the Raiders should give, give up a first-rounder, middle-rounder.
1: I just hope he don't end up in Miami. He,
0: there's no way he's going to Miami. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's no way, please. I there, mean, they're you the can't worst be... team in the NFL. There's no uh, way. Exactly. So what? they're
1: a worst team in the NFL with a lot of money and a lot of draft picks. And if you really think about it, they have a big time corner in Xavier. What is it? Xavier Howard on the other side? Pro Bowl corner. You get another corner, big timer on the other side. And now you got draft picks, second rounders, and first rounders. I mean, shoot, you can build up the defense. I'm just saying, if I'm a GM, I'm He, he
0: wants to win now. He's not going to wait for a rebuild. You're crazy.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying, he ain't got no choice. He asked for a trade. The the, the Jaguars ain't say, okay, we're going to wait. Where you want to go, Jalen?
0: <laughs> Did you hear what Deion Sanders said today, actually? Because I was so with him. Like, big-time corners do not get paid when they're on bad teams. Because uh-huh. when you're losing, well, when you're losing – Where's your value? It doesn't matter where your value is because you're losing. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: but when they trade him, they're going to give him a contract because they're going to feel like they could build around them two corners. I'm just saying, it, it makes sense.
0: It also makes sense <laughs> for him to go to the Raiders. So let's just, uh, I'm going to pray. I'm going to say a prayer before mm-hmm. I go to bed tonight.
1: <laughs> I'm right with you.
0: All right, we have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will discuss the Raiders' loss to the Chiefs, and we will look ahead to week three, their matchup on the road against the Vikings. Stay where you are. Hey, Blue Wire listeners. So, you know, there are countless ways to keep up with what's happening in the world of sports, right? But how are you supposed to read every great article? How are you supposed to watch every awesome highlight without losing time in your busy day? Come on, ain't nobody got time for that. Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. Until now. Now coming to the stage, Axios Sports. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. So each morning, you'll see the best stories from around the sports world, from the NBA to the NFL to even sports like cricket and ping pong. Now, the email newsletter highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up. Go to sports.axios.com. That is sports.axios.com. Axios Sports is clean, crisp, and it gives you everything that you need to know. You can read it in five minutes in the elevator or discover a deep dive article while you're on the train to work. Not only will you get caught up, you'll be the cool person sharing an amazing link with your friends and coworkers. So why don't you join the 100,000 sports fans who already have Axios? Oh, and best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free curated sports content delivered directly to you do yourself and your time a favor sign up for the Axios sports newsletter for free at sports.axios.com again that's sports.axios.com seriously I subscribe to it and it makes me feel more informed without spending time clicking through websites apps social media platforms etc and I have a lot more time in my day to do other cool things Again, sign up, it's free, try it for free at sports.axios.com. Stay informed. Well, speaking of staying informed, to our Blue Wire listeners who are males, please listen up. You need to hear this. As you know, and as everybody knows, guys are terrible when it comes to taking care of their health, right? Whether it's a knee injury, bad back, something even worse... Guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. And the same is true when it comes to erectile dysfunction. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, there's Roman. Roman has created an easy way to chat with a doctor online. With Roman, you can get medical care for ED, if appropriate, from the comfort and privacy of your own home. You can handle everything online in a convenient and discreet manner, which of course is very important to a lot of you. Getting started is simple. All you have to do is go to getroman.com slash bluewire. Again, that's getroman, R-O-M-A-N, dot com slash bluewire and complete an online visit. If your doctor decides that treatment would be appropriate, they can prescribe genuine medication that can be delivered in discreet packaging right to your door with free, yes, free two-day shipping. So, guys... Go talk to a doctor. Erectile dysfunction can be tough to tackle, but it's really important to get checked out. With Roman, it's easy to connect with a doctor, so why don't you do it? Go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash BlueWire for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash BlueWire. All right, we are back. We're going to real quick uh, talk about what happened man Sunday. woo oh, Lord. So, Raiders lose to the Chiefs, right? 28 to 10. Now James, if you take away the second quarter, the Raiders win this game 10 nothing. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, so they were looking pretty good, right? Both sides of the ball. I don't know if you watched uh, all of the game was the game. No, the game wasn't going on when the Packers game was on. That was over. So you got to watch it, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, I watched no. Raiders game. All right, for
0: sure, for show. So you saw that first quarter defense looked pretty darn good, right? Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs, good.
1: shut them out. Yeah,
0: shut them out. And guess what? The Chiefs second had scored. Quarter. No, had mm-hmm. scored twenty-two straight games. Had scored in the first quarter for twenty-two straight yeah. games. But then guess what happened? First play, second quarter, boom, forty-four yard bomb to Demarcus Robinson. Are you kidding me? Now everything fell apart after that so they scored 28 second quarter points
1: that's the only thing that i wanted the raiders to do is what and i'm i mean and i know i'm just sitting over here talking and it's and it's easier said than done when Correct. you got patrick mahomes and all this speed on the field and travis kelsey and Lashawn mccoy back there running the ball it's easier said than done but i would love to see them back up and let them go 10 15 play drives. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if they go 10, 15 play drives, and then the Raiders get the ball back, and they're able to run the ball, and even if they go seven, eight play drives, it's killing the clock. So when you and look And limiting
0: up, possessions, limiting possessions. Yes, yeah, so yeah.
1: when you look up at the at the game clock, it's fourth quarter, and it's 17, 17, 10, your ball. You know what I mean? So you, you, could, you find yourself in this ball game able to win it. But they gave up so many shot plays – man. It no. was like, man, come on. You know that this office is explosive and they look for these shot plays. Like, make them dump this thing down and go the long way, man. But You're way saying play soft
0: coverage. Yeah,
1: and especially at home. Like, if they go and win the game by handing the ball to Shady yeah. and Patrick Mahomes throwing a five-yard pass, then they deserve to win. But we're going to make you go the long way. But when you <sighs> when you come up and they got all this speed on the field and we giving up shot plays, man. I mean, they going two-play drives, touchdowns. Ooh. I mean, that's hard.
0: One play drive. I think one one drive was one play. Yeah,
1: I know, but I'm just saying, it's just like, man, you know it's coming.
0: I mean, second quarter, obviously, was a backbreaker. So you had that 44-yard bomb to Demarcus Robinson. That was the first touchdown, right? You thought everything was all good. Then what happens? Hardman, 42-yard touchdown. Happened on a third and 20, James. I mean, are you kidding me? Then Travis Kelsey, 27-yarder. Demarcus Robinson, again, a 39-yard touchdown. But why in the world was Carl Joseph one-on-one with Travis Kelsey? You have a 5'9", 5'10", safety on a 6'5", beast of a freaking tight end. I mean, that can't happen. That is not a recipe for success. What are the Raiders thinking there? We talked about this. I said Carl Joseph was way too small to cover tight ends, and you said what? The Raiders should never line Carl Joseph up with a tight end. Didn't you tell me that?
1: Obviously, they did not listen. <laughs> because, I mean, and to be honest with you, there's really no linebacker or safety that you want to put on Travis Kelsey. No, like If you come up and you play man-to-man against the Kansas City Chiefs, You're that get is what they want you to do.
0: Facts, yes.
1: You know what I mean? That's the reason why Andy Reid set this team up the way he set it up. Okay, we don't know if Tyreek Hill is going to be here and all that type of stuff. We're going to go draft this dude that flies just like Tyreek Hill. Then if we get Tyreek Hill back, it's just a bonus. Then we got Travis Kelsey. Then we're gonna go get LaShawn McCoy. It's way too many weapons over there for you to be manning people up. They got too much speed over there. And that's why I said, man, you gotta play off. Let them go five yards, ten yards, but let them earn these points. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't give up the shot play. That's the main reason why the defense shut them out in the first half. They was not giving up the shot play.
0: And they were putting pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah,
1: they was not giving up the shot plays you know what i'm saying force mm-hmm. him to dump that thing down and then the second half they changed it up and they started getting them shot plays man and you know it was over from then after that second quarter when you're in catch-up mode with the kansas city chiefs with that big time offense it's hard to get back in the game
0: yeah and last week we said okay they don't have Tyreek Hill. that's good for the raiders it didn't matter they plugged in everybody else: Hardman, Ballers, Fast, uh, Robinson, Baller, Fast, Patrick Mahomes just dropping dimes. The crazy thing is, I was joking. Uh, I was just kind of talking to myself because I was watching the game by myself. But this right here, this Andy Reid team, this roster is Al Davis's dream team with all the speed? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Al Davis
1: would have traded for all them dudes.
0: All of them. Exactly. They would probably only have, like, 20 guys. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, so they didn't skip a beat without Tyreek Hill. It sucked for the Raiders. Patrick Mahomes, we already know he's on another planet, honestly. I mean, he passed for, what like, over 400 yards, nearly 450 freaking yards and four touchdowns. This guy, let's be honest, James, let's make a proclamation, Okay. I think if he can keep this up, right, let's just say for 10 years. I mean, this is... He's going to be the greatest quarterback of all time, in my opinion. If he can keep this up consistently... I feel like he's going to be Well, hold on. He has also has to win some Super Bowls yeah, in my it's,
1: opinion. It's hard. It's hard to it's hard to go against you, Fallon. It's hard to go against you when you watch him go out there and I played with some great ones. I played with I played with two of them that are, you know, one already got a gold jacket and one if he left the game today is going to have a gold jacket. I played with two sweet, sweet. special quarterbacks, man, but when you watch Patrick Mahomes, I mean, and you see him play and throw this football, if he stays on this pace absolutely man he going to be probably the greatest quarterback to ever do it man if he, if he stays on this pace man and it's crazy cuz he's making it look easy and Andy Reid continues to be his coach and continues to put these people around him it's oh my goodness it's
0: video game stuff and video game numbers it's really crazy it's exciting to watch but not when you're on the you know losing end <laughs> like the raiders were but um, anyways it wasn't all the defense's fault Um, You can blame, obviously, a lot on the offense. A lot of people did blame a lot on the offense, specifically on Derek Carr, because he threw two interceptions, and they were at critical times of the game, um, when the Raiders still had a chance to get back in it, down 18. Now, it's not all on D.C. You saw, let's talk about that that first one, that first interception he threw to Tyrell. Yeah. They were not on the same page. It was supposed to be a fade to Tyrell, and... It looked like Tyrell didn't know the ball was coming to him, and he actually stopped on the play, and then it was picked off by uh, Breland. So
1: yeah, a little, a little bit of both of them on that, though, because I mean, Derek, Derek Carr misplaced it. You know, he he let it go too far inside, um, and then Tyrell Williams. I mean, I just, I just didn't think he was expecting it because the corner got a good jam on him, and I kind of, you know, sometimes when you when you're in the it lined up outside in the red zone and you know you got a fade ball and the corner get a good jam on you, you kind of tell yourself, like, shoot, I ain't getting this ball. He see me get jammed up. And then he looked back like, oh, shoot, it's coming, but it was too late. You know what I'm saying?
0: Didn't, um, I feel like, Derek Carr like signaled to him before the play got off to say, "Hey, I'm going to you." Well,
1: I, I didn't see that. I just know like when they went to Tyrell, I know like okay, he was trying to run a fade. You know what I'm saying in the yeah. red zone, and 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 the corner got a very good jam on him at the line of scrimmage. Redirected him, and he he couldn't he couldn't get to the outside. And DC left the ball on the inside. Side which hurt him.
0: Yeah, that hurt. You know, and, that hurt.
1: And and that one. So I mean, that that one was on both of them. And then the second one, man, happened to me and Aaron Rodgers plenty of times. And it's one of those where you know you could blame it on the quarterback, but and then you could look at the receiver and blame it on him. But it's one of those bang bang plays. So what happens is you got slant flat, right? Yep. So the wide receiver has a three-step slant. The tight end on your side or the running back coming out the backfield is going to the flat, right? Mm-hmm. So when a safety is running down to cover the flat, yeah. sometimes as a receiver, when you plant your foot in the ground on that third step, you're going to run right into the safety. So it looks like and you're sometimes blocking you- them. Yeah, sometimes you stop and you hesitate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're like, shoot, I'm going to run into him. Mm. So you stop and hesitate. But the quarterback is just one, two, three. The ball's coming out because he knows he's throwing it right behind the safety. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the corner was off. Uh, I forget who the wide receiver that was Ryan coming Grant. in there. To, Ryan Grant. Yeah, RG was coming in there to run the slant. The safety was coming down. He was about to collide with him. And stopped, and then I think they ended up running into each other anyway, yeah. and the ball went straight to the straight to the corner, and that's why you kind of seeing Derek Carr like calling for the pass interference, but you can't call the pass interference on that because the the safety is running down to cover the running back, so it's not like he's like intentional trying to run into the receiver. It's just it just happens like that sometimes where both of you guys are are trying to go in there at the same time. That's why in Green Bay we had switched it, like we were like, dude, we're not running three step slants no more. We're running five-step slant, so Mm. we're always going to be behind the safety and not even have to worry about colliding with that guy.
0: Now, after the game, I don't know if you heard, though. So Brian Grant was called for uh, offensive pass interference, right, when Carr wanted the defensive pass interference. And did you hear Carr rip the official after the game? Because Carr never, ever rips anybody, okay? But he said, the second interception will blow my mind forever. It was offensive pass interference. They said he was blocking, so I asked him, why would I throw him the ball if he was blocking? And he didn't have an answer and just walked away.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I don't, I don't put it past the referees, man, because they, they, they do that a lot of times, you know what I mean? Like, I've been running routes, and the ref says, uh, 24, stop holding him, and I'm like, ref, if he's holding me, throw the flag. Well, the ball didn't come your way. Why does that matter? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, ref, why does that matter? You, He's holding me, ref. Throw the holding. But but sometimes they just let it go, you know what I'm saying, and they don't call it. So I'm not surprised that ref would say something like that. But it is, you know, like, come on, ref. Like, I know the plays. You think I would throw it to one of my receivers and I know he's blocking? Come on, ref, that sounds stupid. I
0: know, it sounds really stupid. So that's why I was asking. I love that you took the other side, though, because you did say... The ref can't call that defensive pass interference. Because... No, he
1: can't. He can't. But it's not blocking, though. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Know what I'm saying. So, but why was it yeah. offensive
0: pass interference? So that also made no sense that he called that.
1: Because it could be, uh, and that's the thing too that puts the ref in in a type predicament because he could have treated it as Ryan Grant was trying to set a pick or something for the flat route. Because, like I said, that safety is running down from ten yards to cover the running back in the flat. You know what I'm saying? So the goal is to, when that safety comes running down, yes, we caught him in man to man. So the safety comes running down. We're running a slant right behind that safety where that safety is leaving. And we're going to catch this ball and run 40 yards up the middle of the field. But sometimes when you plan on that third step, you collide with the safety and you run into each other. And sometimes the ref could be like, dude, that's a pick play. Cause you knocked the safety off his line mm. of running to the running back. And if DC, throws it to the running back and you collide with the running back You know, I mean, to collide with the safety and the running back goes down the sideline catching the ball, it's kind of like a screenplay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could see why the ref would kind of see that. Like, dude, he was blocking, you know what I mean? Like, he can't be setting the screen blocking and you trying to throw it to the flat. But D.C. is like, dude, I threw it to him. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like, I'm not throwing it to the running back. So you know he was trying to run a route, but from the ref's angle, probably could look like, ooh, shoot, he's trying to set a pick for him, you know what I mean?
0: Look at all the insights. I just love it. I learned a few things today, I'm not going to lie. I was going to actually talk crap and be like, "Man, we've seen some bad officiating around the league, just add it to the list." But honestly, no, that, I guess that
1: happened that happened to me plenty of times. And you know, because you're taught as a receiver to come as flat as possible, Stick your foot in the ground on that third step and come flat because you want to, and this is the thing, like if it's press coverage, you want to come in front of the corner. Yeah, you don't uh-huh. never want to go behind the corner just in case the quarterback throw it. And nine times out of 10, if it's off coverage and the corner, a good corner like Jalen Ramsey, Patrick Peterson breaks on it, you still want to cross their face so they don't undercut you and pick it off. So that forces you to come real flat. And if the safety's running down nine, sometimes you collide with them you know, and get knocked off your route or something. And then that happens and the cornerback still looking at the quarterback ball falls right in his lap, right place, right time. So hmm. that's what happened. That's why I don't blame it on DC or Ryan Grant. Cause those is one of those plays where it's like, shoot.
0: Now I want to ask this, the last negative thing that we're going to talk about, cause we're going to talk about some positives um, after this, but you know, the first week we're all pumped up Tyrell Williams, you know, Tyrell Williams, wide receiver one. You know, Ryan Grant, well, J.J. Nelson's actually hurt. Um, You got Hunter Renfro. You got Darren Waller. But then now I'm looking at it, especially after this week, I'm like, golly, I don't think we're as deep as we thought.
1: Well, I mean, I I still like it. I feel like they have a lot of playmakers. I just feel like they got to get them in the right situation. You know what I mean? Because like I told you, I'm a believer in Ryan Grant. Ryan Grant's a baller, obviously. Greater Nation
0: will seriously, like, come for you if you say that. Because people were saying, where is – Keelan Doss, because Ryan Grant is another Seth Roberts. That's what people were saying.
1: (laughs) I mean, I mean, shoot. Like, that's why they always tell you don't read your press (laughs) clippings, because I mean, like you said, after the first game it was the Raiders has all these weapons, right? And yeah, then after you're the right. second game it's like who in the world is gonna show up? You know what I'm saying? Facts. So we, I mean, we was fifteen and one and we lost one game, Greg Jennings didn't play, and they're like, Gosh leash, who are we gonna throw to? Well, we're fifteen and because 'cause we've been throwing to everybody. We all <laughs> we all got all these yards and all these touchdowns. Now we lost the game, all of a sudden who we who are they gonna throw to, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so you're right, you're right. don't don't read your press clippings. I still love what they got at receiver you know what I'm saying I mean I I love the tight end you know the run game is there but I just feel like they had got off schedule man and when you get down Mm -hmm. the defense knows you're going to pass -hmm. You know what I mean? So it kind of eliminated the run game because if you run the run game, you're eating the clock up and all that, and you got to score points, so you got to throw the ball. I think this Raider team is going to be best when they're on schedule. When the game is close or they're playing from from above and they Mm -hmm. can run the ball and they can stay balanced, it's going to be hard to stop them. But if they got to play from behind and you could take a real Tyrell Williams and you got to force Ryan Grant and force Hunter Renfall to make plays, I think that's when it's going to get a little hard on them.
0: As you know, this league changes from week to week, right? You already know what we're talking about now and what we were talking about last week, okay? I think the Raiders are somewhere in between what we saw this Sunday and what we saw in Week 1. Obviously, I'm hoping it's more towards the Week 1, and we they were also playing a very good Kansas City Chiefs team. So hopefully— Will they play the Vikings, it will be a little different outcome, but they still have some weapons also with the Vikings, which we'll get to in a second. But some positives from the game. Um, Derek Carr becomes the Raiders' all-time passing leader. He passed Ken Stabler, the Hall of Famer, the late Ken Stabler, my dad's favorite player. Um, obviously, too bad it ended in a loss. And then, of course... Josh Jacobs, another solid day on the ground, 99 yards, 12 carries. Now, James, he missed a a little stretch because he was cramping, so he had to get an IV, so he didn't um, hit the century mark just one yard away. Uh, But Tony Romo, he actually compared him to our guy Maurice Jones-Drew. What do you think about that comparison?
1: Oh, wee the Maurice Jones-Drew in his prime time got to be, huh? <laughs>
0: Definitely not Raiders 2014. Sorry, <laughs> no, Major, I'm playing you like
1: with it? you. No, that's a heck. That's a heck of a compliment, man. I and and it's crazy because we was just talking about this at the network that when Drew was in when Drew was in Duval, they knew he was getting the ball. Yep. They didn't have nobody else. (laughs) They knew Drew was getting the ball, and they could not. They could. uh, His quarterback was (laughs) a... They
0: never had a good quarterback. I just remember Jack Del Rio when he was on my po- podcast.
1: Yeah, they he, they had Byron Leftwich for a little bit, but I think the main dude was um, David Garrard. Oh, yeah, but yeah. they knew he was getting the football, and they could not stop the little bowling ball, man. But that's a heck of a comparison, man, because when you look at him, I mean, they both got speed. They both run with power. Drew had very good hands out of the backfield, so he could catch the ball too. And when you, and when you look at the young fella, he has all that. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's tough to put him up there with Drew right now this early but yeah, when you yeah. look at him run and see the power he runs with the way he's built the speed he has exactly. how he catches out the backfield yeah he does does similar uh, a young prime time drew when he led the league in russian
0: i think he said he has that one cut wiggle like mjd that's what he said something yeah. like that so um i kept that in my uh, head, a little note I took, and I was like, oh, Tony Romo, comparing him to Maurice Jones-Drew. He clearly would know. So I wanted to mention that real quick. Um, the other positive, Benson Maioa, three and a half sacks through the first two weeks, most by Raiders player since 1993. So that's obviously a good sign.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's big time. I mean, shoot. I mean, that was the main reason why they, you know, went after all these pass rushers. You know, they had to get after the quarterback this, this year. This is a veteran.
0: The veteran guy. Yeah I, think,
1: yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. I think they're getting more aggressive calling the defense too, man, and to letting these guys pin their ears back and and go to work. You know, so I love it, man. Anytime you could you could get a good pass versus help those helps those guys in the back end able to get their hands on some balls. So I think the Raiders will bounce back. I hope they bounce back, go on the road and, and get them a big win, man. I mean, shoot, they're going up against another good defense. You know what I mean? So it'll be a good challenge, especially on the road in Minnesota. So
0: and guess what? They get Richie incognito back for the next game.
1: Oh yeah, and Gabe coming back. No, Dave.
0: Gabe is not. Apparently, he's not playing this week. That uh, he'll be back for week four. I know. I like how you're like, nah. Okay, listen, you're not it. on the te- <laughs> you're not on the team, and you're not coaching. According to John Gruden, he said Gabe is almost there. Probably yep. not this week, but the week after. And you're gonna say, oh, he said probably. He's probably just saying that to not tell people mm-hmm. A competitive advantage. Well, you no, know,
1: I just you know I'm just going off of I had that same injury. Okay, so I feel well, like- we'll see. I feel like young Gabe will be back this week, get a little spark from him and Richie Incognito, ground and pound.
0: Okay, I'm saying week four. But anyways, um, some guys are banged up, though, James. We got Trent Brown, knee, uh, Josh Jacobs, groin, and Tyrell Williams. Uh, he's dealing with the hip pointer. So... Let's pray that these guys are ready to go and they have no issues on Sunday. Yeah, it's only tub, week two, man. Ice
1: tub, ice tub, ice tub, and rest.
0: God, it's only week two. There's too many injuries. We don't even got to go into the quarterbacks. We're talking about the Raiders, yeah. but, Lord, this, the, the quarterback situation around the league. Ooh. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right, we'll wrap up with this. Uh, Raiders on the road to face the Vikings, as we have mentioned. So you got Kirk Cousins. You got Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, et cetera. Vikings, of course, favored to win this game. What do you think, James?
1: First and foremost, stop thirty three. <laughs> and that is Dalvin Cook. I force, know. force Kirk Cousins to beat you. Mm-hmm. But go into that building, and you have to stop Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin Cook gets it rolling, and that offense is balanced with them two goons on the outside, and Thig and Diggs and Thielen, it's going to be trouble. So the first and foremost is stop the run, make them one dimensional, and then on offense. We got to be balanced. We have to run it. Play action pass has to be there. And if it was, if it was me and I was game planning, the tight end will have a big time game for me. I would spread him out. He used to play wide receiver. I would line him up at some wide receiver. I was, I would spread them out, and I would, I would give him some good targets out there. Put him on them linebackers and them safeties. But first and foremost, if you want any chance of beating the Vikings, especially at home, you got to stop that run.
0: James, this is a. The beginning, this is the beginning of a long stretch of games away from home, okay? So the Raiders do not return back home to the Coliseum until November 3rd. Today is what? September 17th, okay? The game was how many days ago? 17, 16, what? The 15th? They don't return home till November third, Jim.
1: They gonna have to earn it, man. I mean, shoot. but how
0: do you mentally prepare as a as a player? So you probably have never dealt with this long of a stretch away from home. Um, how do you mentally prepare for this long stretch of road games as a player?
1: Well, you you mentally prepare because the, the schedule didn't just come out last week.
0: Of course, <laughs> they, they knew this was happening. Yeah,
1: they, the schedule came out a long time ago, so you already had a plan on how you was gonna attack this these this road trip. You know what I'm saying? So you knew, like, okay, we're going to either stay on the road for this game and stay out here and play. So they, they, they got a plan. But at the end of the day, I mean, shoot, you can't make an excuses. I mean, shoot, we we day there used to like road games more than home games anyway. Go out there spend some time with your teammates and your peoples and, and have some fun winning on the road. You know what I mean? And the best thing about it. What? <laughs> is his is, is Raider Nation gets on that plane with you?
0: Well, that, that is true. They do travel. You, you know, are
1: right. You know what I'm saying? And Raider Nation travels, so you better believe if you go up in there and you take over Minnesota Stadium and start winning that thing, you better believe Raider Nation gonna be in that thing pounding and making noise. Whoever you play after Minnesota, you better believe Raider Nation gonna be in the building pounding and making noise. So can't make no excuses. We knew it was coming up. You had two games at home. You split. All right, good. We won and one. We go on the road. Let's get better let's get this win and it only takes it only takes one win to breathe confidence in you too if they go in here to minnesota and they get this thing done they gonna That's think huge. that they can win any game on the road that
0: would be obviously huge and the and minnesota's just coming off a loss to your Green Bay Packers, chips. yes. How would you say the Green Bay Packers beat the Minnesota Vikings? Can the Raiders steal some of that for uh, a recipe for success?
1: Well, the, the 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 way the Green Bay Packers beat them is they jumped out on them. Yeah, they did. You know, and mm-hmm. when they jumped out, when they jumped out on them, they they forced Kirk Cousins to throw the ball. You know what I mean. So they could not just sit back there and hand the ball off to Dalvin Cook because they had to fight their way back in the game by throwing the ball, and they couldn't be couldn't run the clock out. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And and that helped the Packers out because when they did give the ball to Dalvin Cook, he was gashing the Packers. You know what I mean. He still had a big game, but they couldn't turn around and hand it to him thirty times because they was down in a hole and you fighting the clock and trying to put up points. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: so. If the Raiders could jump out on them and force, I mean, shoot. I mean, they're, they're not an offense like Kansas City. So yeah. If the Raiders goes out there and jump up 10 nothing. you know what I mean? They're going to force, you know what I mean, the Vikings to throw that football. You want the ball to be in Kirk Cousins' hands. You don't want it to be in Dalvin Cook's hands. Better chance for the Raiders if it's in Kirk Cousins' hands.
0: And all I have to say is please don't give up. The big play, because those numbers last week, woo!
1: Yeah, And that's a very good point, too, Fallon, because this is a copycat league. So yes. you better believe, you know, they're watching the film. They see these big explosive plays that the Kansas City Chiefs got on the Oakland Raiders. You better believe that some of them plays is going in for the Minnesota Vikings, and they're going to try to see if the Raiders clean that up from the previous week. And they definitely going to test it, because they got a couple <laughs> guys that can fly, too.
0: Well, Paul Gunther knows that that's what's going to happen, so hopefully Paul Gunther adjusts as well so um, we're going to see what happens I'm pretty excited because I just want to get the bad taste out of my mouth because that was a very terrible game to sit through especially when it went scoreless after the second quarter so um, and the Raiders are in the losing end so yes on to the next week All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode of keeping it 300 hope you enjoyed the show make sure you rate us and write a review we would really appreciate it till next time for James I'm Fallon we out